<laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Right, back again. That's just ridiculous. Back again. Great to have you back this week. Oh, by the way, I went to say something about the platforms. Ridiculous. About the platforms. That's just ridiculous. Is a that's just ridiculous production. Is TM it? made by that's just ridiculous productions at that's just ridiculous studios. No, at that just ridiculous house. House. The studios. Studios. Yeah. yeah. Studios. studios. Produced by. Produced by that's just ridiculous. And uh, featuring. Featuring. Me, Paul Fryer. And me, Guy Kenaway. This is how well they do on normal podcasts. It's anyway, we've <laughs> like this for ages. And we're sponsored by... Yes, um, and uh, we've we want to really thank you all for tuning in. Do it. For tuning in. That's tuning in. Yeah, yeah. And Guy, would, would you like to thank everyone for tuning in? I'd love to thank everyone for tuning in. I'd like to thank in. everyone for tuning really in. Good. The mailbag's been very full the this week. The mailbag has been full. <laughs> the ball bag's been full this week. <laughs> <laughs> and then they always go, and later in the programme, we're going to talk pro- to a really interesting person who's been in the studio. Yeah. But first, we're going to... First, we're going to review what we said last week. Oh, wait. Do they and, do oh, that? Oh, I, th- I also I just want to thank everybody. Oh, they're always thanking you. in. Yeah. And also, we'd like to thank my mummy and my daddy. No, 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 you're God. overdoing it now, Paul. You're overdoing it. You're overdoing I want to thank things like that. for this opportunity. <laughs> but anyway, it is like that. Uh, I, I noticed that we're listening to other podcasts. I just want to have a bitch about other podcasts for a bit, can I? May I? Is that all right? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, I think, I think we've earned the right. Well, we've been going after a, year now, a year So if you don't like it, you can. Yeah. I'd love off. to know what other podcasts you lot, you sluts, yes, listen you to. Podcasts. You God, you go what anywhere. Honestly, we expect, we don't expect Multiple much. Partners. But, uh, yeah. What do they call that now? Polyg- polygamy. No, polyamory. Po- polyamory. It's a word meaning let's take advantage of a vulnerable woman and give it a long name. Oops. Is that what that means? <laughs> yes. Sometimes women say they're polyamorous. That means we're, that means they're being taken advantage of by a shit. Oh, is that right? Is that yeah. what it means? And he's talked us this long name for it. Oh, I see. In my what about opinion. Oh, guy. I don't like it. So you don't like polyamory? Well, I don't dress it up in a name like that. Take it for what it is. What's that? Shagging around? Some bloke just trying to... Sh- Con as many vulnerable women into shagging him as possible. That's it's the same old story. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's fucking call it, call it what it is. Yeah, yeah. okay. What well, anyway. you, well, you think of becoming polyamorous? I don't what think Would your lifestyle suit you? What? Polyamory. You just told me what it is. I'm not going to do it now, am I? Well, I'm just asking if the lifestyle would suit you. Well, I've just, you've just said it's, it's uh, exploitative and cruel. I think it is, yeah. I think so it I'm is. not going to do that, am I? Mm. You mean, would I like to have more than one partner? What? Did you say that you wanted to have a harem recently? <laughs> no, I don't think I... No, I know, quite the reverse. I said, you said, oh my I said, God, can you imagine? A, no I said, what about a harem? What a nightmare. God, can you imagine? It'd all gang up on you. God, within about a minute. <laughs> it would be, how would you manage that? They'd, you, they'd, 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 they'd burn you out of house and home. They'd You'd be spending your life in the car, <laughs> sitting outside the, the house. Shed. In the shed. About I cannot go in there. I cannot <laughs> go You need in. a couple of decoy sheds, actually. Yeah, it'd be an absolute nightmare. Can you imagine the trouble they must get? Is what you're saying now? No, I think it's You're perfectly reasonable. Any nightmare. woman I know put in that situation would give her bloke hell. Rightly so. And my, I hope my daughter would too. If, 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 if my daughter's man came back and said there's been a slight change, there's six birds well, moving. Well, in that situation, <laughs> what, no, in that situation what would happen? And like, I'm going to shag them all. Is the women would end up liking each other more than they like you? Well, that's what I'm saying. And then they'd say, Look, why don't we change the locks? And that's the simplest way and of doing it. fuck him off. He's, fuck he's him just off. a fucking wanker. But the reason, do you know why they don't? Why? Because he cuts off their heads. Because <laughs> luckily, the he's thought of that one. <laughs> you know? he's, he's seen that one coming what, up. What, you mean like Fred West? So he, no, no, not like Fred West, like Saudi Arabian, you know. Oh, Henry VIII. 
In the old days. Yeah. Yeah. In the old days. He's a... F- <laughs> what about... Can, how would you, you feel, your Cockney film director? How would you feel? Can you do your Cockney film director? No, mate. Put, I've, got a, I've got an idea for a movie, right? <laughs> it's a fucking blinder, right? Have you heard of polyamory, right? It's when a geezer has got more than one bird under the roof as it is like a sort of a harem, right? The idea for this movie, right, is it's the other way around. You've got loads of geezers and one bird. And she's like controlling them all, you know what I mean? What do you think? Are you fucking in her out? Hold on! No, listen, Gay, listen, listen. Well, what about it that way around? Uh, what, seven blokes in a room in, yeah. in a house and one bird? Seven brothers for one bride. Some of them were gay. Have you seen that movie? Mm, yeah, it is a bit gay. God, what? Yeah, I'm not asked, that's not the question. What about, what about the high chaparral? Hello. <laughs> Manalito. <laughs> yes. what, was, what they, oh, can you get any of their names? Mo, Ricardo. Chappie. Yeah, Monolito. Yeah. Who is Monolito? He, he wasn't that um, Ricardo Montalblan. I can't remember the names of any of them. He was in that, wasn't he? He was like the tall kind of Mexican guy who, who played Khan in Star Trek. Oh, no, you lost me now. Yeah, you see. You're out of your and they were like now. seven brothers, were they? High Chaparral. High Chaparral. That's the Waltons. Anyway, there's no mention of the pogrom of the indigenous Indians. No, no, no. High Chaparral managed to somehow not include us an episode about the that. bloodbath, yeah. That, yeah, that was going that on. allowed them to have their chaparral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the indigenous Mexicans. Anyway, I'd like to welcome our American uh, uh, listeners. You are not murderers. You did no, you did no worse to the American Indians than yeah. we did. Than the Nazis did. Well, hold on, hold on. What, what is God? Well, hello. No, 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 no. Come on. The, the, the British history is not without blemish. I never said it was. And except, oh no, I tell you what, unless it's the Irish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the Irish. Don't say it. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna intimate you had it coming. No, no, no I'm sorting out your I mic. Don't come near no, me. I'm sorting your mic. The Irish it was a terrible situation with yeah. the with the Irish. Yes. They did not deserve it. Thank you, Guy. And they did not deserve it. They were good people. Very good people. They were, they were not necessarily the the what? The, 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 the luckiest. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know. Would you call the Irish lucky? The luck of the Irish. And that's always made me laugh, that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Most benighted country. They've done all right since, haven't they? Yeah, they have actually. You know why? They've taken the sides of the Germans and the French against the English. George Bernard Shaw. You know, although he was Irish, he, he, did, he, he sort of lived in Britain, didn't he? Very did he Britain. come out on the side of the Nazis? What? No, no, surely not. He was a really left wing. No, George Bernard Shaw would never make that mistake. P.G. Woodhouse did. Did he? Yeah. Dirty bastard. He stayed in Paris uh, after, I think... Oh, he loved it, I bet. Way up on... I think even after, after the... I think after the invasion, but I'm not sure. He was very late in Paris, though. He should not have been there. <laughs> Having far too good a time. Yeah, uh, with the fishy. Yeah, well, I just... Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, mm. What are you on about now? Well, I guess that the, the French is the French is the role of the Frenchman in the Second World War is, is yet to, I think, really be. You're settled. still on this, aren't you? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm just. You I cannot want, get off this okay, subject. I let's move it straight off onto it. You cannot get off it, guy. Yeah. Well, I heard a Polish guy, very angry Polish guy. 
saying the Germans came into our country and they did unspeakable things and, and for some reason we have to call them Nazis. And it really, and it's annoying, even after 80 years on, they have not yet atoned for it. I listened to him on the radio and I thought, God, that's a bit sort of fruity for Radio 4. And then he went on a bit and I'd act, when I hadn't accidentally, I had forgotten that I had tuned it to LBC and it was the Nigel Farage show. <laughs> this is you all over. If you hear it on there as well, you think it's real, don't you? On the Nigel, you think it's true? It's LBC. It's a, it's a, it's a legit... It's the Nigel fucking Farage show. Right, okay. Anyway. You embarrassed yourself recently by quoting him yeah, as well. Yeah, got very angry with me. For well, I didn't get angry with him. I just thought, what the fuck are you doing? I Check just thought facts. it's the job of the... Of what radio. did he say? That we, the, 80% of our trade is not with the it's EU. It's not with the EU, which is fucking turned out to bullshit. Be debatable. It turned out to be... It's <laughs> fucking nonsense. <laughs> turned out to be debatable. If your version of a debate is, that's fucking bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is a fucking manipulative bastard, whatever way you look at it. I'm sorry. What happened to the Derek Gentleman book? Did you get bored of it? Mm. Did you? No, I read it. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, it's good. It's a really good book. I enjoyed it. You like it down there, down in Kent, don't you? I do like Kent, yeah. I was down there again recently. <laughs> I find it very dull countryside. Yeah, but I've got to take you out in my boat, Guy, and show you with the Seal family. And you know, he, The listener will know that this is, a, this is a something he's always pretending. It's a romance. He's always, he's always promising me, and he never comes through with it. Well, you know. You're, and I bet you that you get a lady on board. If you weren't gallivanting so much, Guy. I am waiting, was hitting here, waiting for my invitation. Gallivanting. But the thing is, is that Kent is a long way from Somerset, and long, many rungs below it in, in attraction. But there's no water here, Guy. There's no sea oh, for, here. For, for a boat. Yeah. Well, that's the only thing that Kent's got over Britain. Over, over well, yeah, I mean, if you've got a boat, that's quite a big thing. What about Weymouth? <laughs> we could berth there, can't we? Dorset. Dorset. Right. Don't you like Dorset? You I could don't find mind it, just, but it's not Somerset. Can't we chug your boat round? What? Can't we chug your boat round? You'd love Dorset? to do that, wouldn't you? You're quite keen on boats, aren't you, Guy? No, i tell you what it is. I think my, some of my family were bargees. A likely story. No, they were bargees. My great uncle was, and I think I've got bargee uh, blood in me because when I see a barge and I see one of those low bridges or a long tunnel, brick tunnel, something stirs <coughs> deep, deep in me and I go, this is my territory. Do you come over all a bit? <laughs> I know this. No, just like I know this territory. But I was never allowed to go onto the barges. Why? Finer things, fate held bigger things in store for me. But I could, a bit I, beneath you, was it? No, not at all. And you know what my, my relatives used to do? Sapperton Tunnel won't mean anything to you. It's a, a tunnel where they cut the... It must be through the Cotswold Hills, through you know, by Sapperton. When you say they, who do you think that was, Guy? I suspect we found... What we did was we found uh, a, a, a group of people who were happy with, with menial work and joyous just to... Just to Do you know who they were, Guy, those Well, they're possibly from a place called, uh, what's it called, Ireland? They were called Navvies, Guy. Do you yeah. know why they were called Navvies? Why? Because they cut the navigation, right, the navigation okay. canal. Well, can I say on behalf of the English, thank you very much indeed. Oh, that's all right. We died in our thousands doing it, you know. <laughs> well, it's all right because the canal's very straight and what need we... You know, yeah, you should be grateful. Anyway, and what they used to do was... Our engineering skills. I was taught that, that people... The bargees in my family would would lie on the top of their canal, on the top of their boats, and put their feet on the roof. Yeah, I've seen that done. Have you? Yeah. At and a party. Walk. At a party. And you walk like that, and you go through the tunnel. That's it. When That's did you, how you see used that? to do it. I've seen it done. You've already got a pair of glasses on, by the way. I'm putting these on now. Yeah. What's wrong with these? I just saw you putting two pairs on at the same time. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. <laughs> 
No, you're not. Oh, the, cat, the cat's really making me itch today. The cat? The cack. Pod cat. He's fucked off. Are you looking forward to Christmas, Guy? It's very unusual, it's because I'm drinking and Paul's not, and I don't think we've ever had that particular... No, uh, I've got... Because I've got a three-week hangover. Three weeks, you oh, know. I must be, and I've had enough. I just I can't drink for a bit. I just your, your, your vodka's sodden. You have to say, I'm looking sodden. at that, though, and I want one now. Your tequila's sodden. Get me a fucking glass. I want I'll f- get you a glass. Hold on. Listen, I'll be it. back in a minute. This is a medical emergency. It is. I'm going to have a drink. Guy, watch out. There we go. So, well, guys... No, I, I don't know about cigarette. I'm not going to bother with that. We've got a nice um, Macon Villars from um, Aldi. I like Aldi. You like what? I like Aldi. It's my favourite shop at the moment. Yeah. Hold on. Actually, that's Paul having a wee wee. (laughs) (laughs) Guy. Where are you going? I'm just saying, you know, it's the thing we used to do. We used to, like, when we were kids, it was always a thing about trying to think of humiliating things to do to your friends when they were too drunk. Cause were, and it was usually the same kids that used to get really drunk and fall asleep and end up with one eyebrow. But my favourite one was that. Because I was fascinated by the mechanism guy about printing else. I mean, how does that work? I'm not interested. Guy! I'm not interested. Why? This podcast... It's meant to be about more interesting subjects. I want to know how that works. I want to know how it works. If you're really drunk, but if you're really drunk, if you're really drunk, lying on a sofa, well, it won't work with me. I tell you that. Someone puts your hand. This is why you're worried, isn't it? You think I'm going to do it to you? (laughs) That's what it is. You think I'm going to do that to you? Hold on, I'm going to sneak into your room one night and just really gently get your arm out from under the bedclothes. Mind you, you never know what you might find. I might not bother doing that. And then just slip, just put it gently into into a, a bowl of hot water. Paul, how old are you? And then, how old are you? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mature male. I'm a, I'm an adult. Wake. I don't do those kind of things. You wake know? Up. Because apparently you wee yourself. Yeah, but I'm quite close to this part of my life when I'm going to do that involuntarily. It's not time to bring it on. It's not to make it worse. The hot water's not necessary, is it? Yeah. No. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Where do you stand on um, tenor man, then? Tenor <laughs> man? Yeah, like, ladies have all these things, you know, they various things that they put in their knickers or whatever, because as you get older and you've got you've had kids or something, like, sometimes ladies laugh when they, they, they wee when they laugh and stuff like that. But what do you if think about... If the joke's any good. Hmm? Men if, don't... If yeah. the joke's any good. If, if it's any good, yeah. But men, men are a bit squeamish about things like that, aren't they? What do you mean? Well, basically wearing things in their underwear. Oh, right. Medical appliances. <laughs> Medical appliances. I'm not actually wearing an appliance. You're not wearing an appliance. Medical appliance, no. I haven't gone a whole day without one. Do you remember those? No, but I, remember, I remember once I wore a pair of white trousers. What? Uh, to go on a balloon uh, uh, balloon <laughs> trip with my nephews. They're very funny, Jack and Alex. They make me laugh. And they were about 13 <laughs> <laughs> and I went before and had a quick. I thought I'd take a quick piss before I get in the basket. <laughs> and it was like all the way down the front of my white trousers with this, with this well, you know, in a, in a patch of liquid pee, basically. And they fucking pissed themselves laughing the whole way. Were they so merciless? It, it caught this. It just touched their funny bone. They're about thirteen and fourteen. Oh Uncle God. Guy. Uncle and Guy. They still himself. now tease me about it. Uncle Guy. Do you remember that day when Uncle Guy <laughs> weeded himself? <laughs> and they in the white trousers. In the white trousers. 
Someone called me a wanker too that day, and they remember that as well. So, someone called you a wanker <laughs> as well. Later on, I was showing off at the uh, at the celebration. We had breakfast when what we landed. A wanker. Yeah, and I shouted. I was talking too loud, and someone said, "What wanker?" And they heard it. They, they love that. I love. I like having the piss taken out of me. What about in the back of you? See, I always remember like in the back of things like Marvel comics and stuff. There were all these little adverts. Do you remember them? No, I never read And there were things like... Um, we had books in our There were things like x-ray vision glasses. Oh, oh yeah, I never... A real Luger. I remember looking at these and marvelling at the things you could buy in America, like war surplus Luger, $30. Googly eyes. Yeah. Hence Sandy Hook. Weird ghost that you could, like, it would just operate itself. Yeah. Some kind of flying saucer that flew around the room. You see, this backs up my idea that the, the people who went to America were the people we chucked out of the British villages who are hucksters and losers and annoying shits. And we said, go to America, because America is a place of hucksters and shits, turns out. Oh, you changed your tune. What do you mean? Well, you were loving them last time I spoke to you. Oh, I love the Americans, they're great. Which and one? They're the hucksters and losers. They're the hucksters and losers and snake oil salesmen because we just to get what out of our them? village, will you? Is, is a, is, have you ever heard of a boat called the Mayflower? Get on it, mate. Guy, you're not wanted around here. Last anymore. week you were going on about how lovely it is and hello to all our American friends, and now this week you're on about how much you fucking. I just like to just like yeah. I just like to just clarify some points I said about America. Then I really like anyone. What a sign of intelligence in America is somebody who listens to a podcast. I always think that's absolutely Any the bar podcast. is set. Particularly one. Particularly ours. Our podcast. And if you're listening to this and you're American, you good on you. All right by us, Chuck. You have your, you've cleared the, word. the bar. You've cleared the bar. You have a chance to educate fine. your friends. Everything's fine. I believe in your country. But and I know you wouldn't have done that to the American Indians. You, what would you have done? <laughs> you would have gone and said, stop, stop, stop. Stop this now. <laughs> This instant. No, you would have. So anyway, there was a particular advert that used to fascinate me, and it was the, one of the few you saw in English papers too, which was a truss, a medical truss. What the hell is that guy? That's because people get, um, uh, they get, uh, uh, <laughs> a hyena. A hyena? <laughs> <laughs> it's his hyena playing up again. I've got all that to look forward George to. George Clooney hasn't got a hyena, has he? He's perfect specimen. George Clooney? Yeah, perfect specimen. Are you a bit jealous of him? I, I, him and Cary Grant are, are, are good to look at, and, and Paul Newman as well. Just as sort of, as I don't as, like the way he does that with his head, though. <laughs> oh, you think he's a bit pleased with himself? Oh, he's so fucking pleased with himself. Oh, right, okay. I, uh, I, I don't mind. Uh, Cary Grant was great, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was cool. And Paul Newman, and all stages, Paul Newman. But but I've played, I've sung at the piano, by the way, guy, and looked at end of story. <laughs> and looked out, and looked out across the audience, and who was standing there, nodding appreciatively? Nixon. George Clooney. Was it? Mm. I bet you fucked up. Did you then get drunk to go over to him and say, George, hello, have you read Bazooka Joe? I'm in Bazooka Joe. (laughs) It wasn't Bazooka Joe, it's just me singing at the piano with Rod. With Rod? Yeah. Stuart? Not Rod Stewart, Rod from the Groucho Club. Oh, right, yeah, but Rod from the Groucho Club is is a high pedigree. He wrote, or he was in... What a waste. Do, 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 do. What What a waste. waste. Yeah, I love the song. Ian Jury, yeah. With Ian. He was in a band with Ian. Mm. He had polio, Ian Jury. Yeah. And my friend had polio. And my dad I, had it. D- did he? Yeah. Name dropper. It's true. Well, I'm just talking about you, know, you're, you have to know someone who's got it. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Name dropping diseases. 
Anyway, and he wrote... To, disease dropping. <laughs> disease dropping. <laughs> Condition dropper. <laughs> Scurvy. We had that. I've had that. Oh, of course you would. No brock. Yeah, I've had no brock. You always have, to, to, have something better than me. Impacted testicle. Have you ever had one of them? Diseases aren't what they used to be, though. We've eradicated And he wrote to Ian Drury. Uh, I think, you wrote to who? Ian Drury about his polio. Did you say Ian Drury? Drury it is, is it? Yeah, Drury. Drury. And he said, I will put it in the polio folio, <laughs> your letter. So what are you saying? In the polio folio. <laughs> I kind of like that. Put it in the polio put it in the polio folio. A very unpleasant man by all accounts. That's what you were saying the other day. Yeah. Although, I mean, he I, presented I as a kind of very, as a sweetheart, didn't he? Yeah, well, my dad Trevor, loved him, obviously. Trevor. Knock me down with a feather. Yeah. Clever Trevor. But, you know, he had his challenges. Did you see that movie about him? I saw him play live, did you? No. I saw him play live at the Hammersmith Apollo. No, I never saw him play live. Mm. Hammersmith Odeon, Hammersmith Odeon. But I remember my dad really liked him because he had polio, my dad had polio, and I remember he came on the telly and at the same time they did a simultaneous broadcast in FM stereo. So we had the telly on and we had the, we had the st stereo on as well and it was fucking really exciting because you had really good sound and the picture on the screen. Right. And it was like being there. What was, what was, what was going on in it? Was, is Ian Jury playing live? Ian Jury playing live, yeah. Right. Yeah, I must have seen Rod. He must have been on the stage there when I was like 18 or 19. Yeah, Rod must have been on he stage. He must have been on stage, yeah. yeah. Now I see him at the Grouch. Yeah. The ball on the stairs. Yeah, singing, playing, singing. Plink, plinking along. The piano man. The piano man. Yeah. It's I like it when Rod, if someone comes up to him and says, do you know summertime? He goes, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, what? Fuck off, I'm not playing it. <laughs> Actually, when I was last there, there was a younger man in his place. Yeah. He's gone to the dogs. It ain't what it was. It ain't, is it? It is what it is. It's all gone downhill, hasn't it? Has it? Not everything's gone downhill. There must be something Tell me something uphill. that's gone uphill. God, <laughs> struggling. <laughs> something's gone uphill. Wine's gone uphill. Uh, availability of drugs. Yeah, that's really gone uphill. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's food, quality of food generally. Quality of food's gone up. up here, Not after Brexit, though. Well, we don't know. The, the jury is out. We're going to be having, what is it, chlorinated chickens on, every, getting, on yeah. every street corner. Turnip. Nothing wrong with turnip. Well, you know, some of us know how to exist on food like that guy. Mm -hmm. You're going to struggle when you can't get your foie gras. Uh, would you eat foie gras if it was put in front of you? You did. You ate a tin of it in the, from the fridge. What? I noticed. There was a tin that of foie gras. What was the opposite? <laughs> Scuff the lot. He did, yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> How come we can't say we're protecting the humble? There was somebody in this house here and it wasn't me. <laughs> he scarfed that whole tin of foie gras. Did you? Oh, <laughs> <cheeky> lad. <laughs> it was not me. No, that's my son. Turn my back and the foie gras Would I put the foie gras <laughs> if it's put in front of me? It's normally like, oh, they've been at the, they've been, they've, they've been at the gin or the beer. I know they explode a the chicken to make it. No, to uh, goose. It's a goose, yeah. But the goose, they do like... I don't think it sounds so bad. They're like, the goose is stuffed full of corn. I would quite like that life, where you just waddle around and someone comes every now and then and just gavages you with food. That's my idea of fun. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm gonna, go on, have some more, guy. Go on, have, some, go on, have <laughs> just another you. little wafferth in mint. <laughs> go on, have some more. <laughs> Fuck off, I'm stuffed. <laughs> Give me some more. Yeah. Like, uh, stagger up. <laughs> Get another double, oh, go on, triple then. serving of <laughs> chips and mayo. <laughs> and then I'm, 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 I'm like mine sweeping bits foie, of bread at the foie dinner party. Gua, foie gras de gui. 
We could fatten you up, guy. And they, he's like, I don't think as much as we could. We have. With some fava beans and a good kiani. <laughs> <laughs> what was that you said? It's from the fava beans and good kiani. Well, yeah, he ate his liver with a fava with some fava beans and a good kiani. <laughs> oh right, this is this a human? Is this a? Why is he called Hannibal Lecter? Because it was the name of the character in the book. Why isn't he called Hannibal Lecturer? He had the words. Lecturer. Elector is a nice word. Hannibal the Lecturer. It's a great word. It's a, it's a, I remember. Lecter. I saw that film with Damien, funnily enough, actually. Really? Mm, I didn't know Damien very well, but I, I saw. I went to see that film with him and Joe at Hammersmith Odeon. And Clang! <laughs> not Hammersmith Odeon, Leicester Square Odeon. Yeah. Why are we in Clang? Name dropper. I just dropped a name. What? Odeon. <laughs> I remember going to see uh, Brazil at that at that um, at the Hammersmith. Didn't that, that square Odeon? Yeah, yeah. And I I remember thinking that that's what London was after that. It made such a strong impression on me. Brazil. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like that in five years. It was like a vision of the future. It's very impressionable then. Yeah. yeah. And they had that book, that book that Matt had of medical experiments. Not medical experiments. A criminal pathology. Criminal pathology, um, and that book was obviously changing hands. Things you couldn't, things you couldn't unsee. Damien stole it from a bookshop. Yeah, now that book was there that day. From a medical bookshop. It ended up with Matt. Matt's got that book now. Has he? Yeah. Barn Doorhead, isn't it? What's Barn? <laughs> Barn Doorhead. So this is a book of. Just explain actually what it is. It's called a criminal pathology, and it's a book of photographs of people who've been done in or done themselves in in various methods. Right. Either accidentally or by intention. So there's like a series of really very shocking images. Some of them I'm not even going to describe. Very, very so shocking bad. images. And, and that book, they were well into those images because they wanted to, that, that's where they were going with it, weren't they? Where can, how far, how far can okay, we, yeah. what can we put on a bit of flat page? And Matt did that picture called Bullet Hole, which bullet was hole, a, yeah. a, a, a... Was that from it? It was a wound, bullet wound in the head. Yeah, and that, was that from it that book? It looked a bit like it a vagina. Colour, it was, was colour though. Yeah, yeah, and it was made of frames, wasn't it? I, I remember that, that book being in black and white, but it was in colour, wasn't it? Oh, it was in colour. It was in colour, yeah. Barn Doorhead was a guy who discharged a shotgun into his head himself. But the top of his head looked like two barn doors. And right. there was a cavity where his brain used to be. Right. And very graphic images of it. The weirdest one in that, there was this guy, there was a test pilot who tried to eject from the aircraft that he was obviously going quite fast in. And the canopy had somehow not come off properly when he'd ejected. Right. And the result was it had scraped his head. The roof, the head. roof, the roof hadn't yeah. Come off, yeah. The yeah, it had scraped his head back across the fuselage. So there was a photograph of him lying on the tarmac, but it was like a close-up of his head and shoulders. And he was wearing like a really neat um, captain's uniform in blue serge with some markings on the collar. And then it, like a really neat shirt and tie with a black tie and a, sh and a white, crisp white shirt. And then from where his neck was, to, was basically a very large triangle of mincemeat. Oh God. With one, do, with do, one do, eye do in it. This one his. And then, and the, but, just, but not a mark on him, except one tiny speck of blood on the collar. Because he's, he's going at mark one or whatever. Yeah, it blew yeah. all away. It was all going backwards. Yeah. But I remember studying that book for quite some time and then Damien saying, you can't unsee these things. <laughs> Don't look, Don't look. I'm going, fucking give me it here. <laughs> Before he gave me, he was like, you can't unsee what's yeah, in this book. He was brilliant out there, wasn't he? He was brilliant at that. Yeah. He was a bit of a shock jock mm -hmm, mm -hmm, back mm -hmm, in those days. Mm -hmm. 
I don't mind that. I mean, I got into that a little bit on the internet. Like Rotten.com, there used to be a thing called. Yeah, Rotten.com and also Faces of Death. Which is all like... It's quite, it's quite kind of post-adolescent. Now we're more mature. Yeah, we don't look at that anymore. We prefer to look at a nice herbaceous border. Yes, or, an, or a beautiful painting. Or a good elevation of a Jacobean mansion. Yes. <laughs> or just a simple flower. Yeah, or a man coming towards you with a silver salver with some cup of champagne on it. <laughs> <laughs> These are the images that I now want to... Yeah, I is want the, to unsee. The, I don't want to unsee. The, <laughs> the porn of later life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice butty. Yeah, oh, and nice ginster. Foie gras a spread, steaming ginster. Foie gras spread thickly on a triangle of toes. On a ginster. <laughs> <laughs> foie gras on a sausage roll. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that air on a G-string. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what will be our pleasures in later life, in the twilight of our years? I like, think it will be... I think it's going to be heroin. Good company. No, good company. And heroin. No, no, you can't have both. I'm going in. I'm going back in, guy. No, you can't. No, 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 no. Pull out the plunger. I don't like any of that stuff. No, I'm not interested in heroin. Absolutely, not interested in that drug. You know, no way. It's just if, if you if you like being bored, it's your drug. Do you think so? I think so. I well, if you're carrying a lot. Of to pain. be honest, I'll declare my hand. I don't. I'm not very keen on junkies. No, I don't like their company. They've given up. Do we know? They've thrown they? in the towel. They've put their cards down on the table and mm. walked away from the from the game. Mm. You know, they've just given up. Come on, man. They've stacked, haven't they? Yeah. Stacked their hand. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I didn't deal with that. Mm. But mind you, the... It's one of the few rules of this house, actually. Where no, do you stand no, on William Burroughs? I, I really found... I did find him... Then he straightened out, and then he started writing after he was a junkie. He didn't... I don't think he wrote while he was a junkie. He straightened out... He was always on the junk. I thought that he straightened out... And then he started writing. Didn't he reward himself with it after he'd done something? In that case, you, 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 you know, you're, you're better informed than I am. But some of his writing's quite good. He, but he verges on that remark that they said about, well, who said it? Gorvey oh, yeah. Dow said of, of On the Road by mm. Jack Kerouac. That's not writing, it's typing. <laughs> he is a bit like that. No, you know, I, I, went through, I, I binge read a lot of his books recently because I realised I hadn't read any of them. So I read like the something. What the was Wild that? Boys, I remember. Yeah, one of the Red, Cities of the Red Knight. Yes, that's it, yeah. Um, that's typing. Definitely fuck that's me. Typing. I, I threw it at the wall at one point. Yeah. Um, what was the one really famous one? How about this? I'll tell you something. He's a boring I'll tell you something. It did happen. I, uh, uh, I went to this... I was asked to, to talk at this... Um, uh, uh, first of all, I think I mentioned it, but anyway, uh, but one of this, one of the side... One of the side shows at the festival was a small tent that you went into. I didn't know this. And there was like, it's quite dark. And there were a few Wanky people there tent. and they were reading from a book. Dirty book. And what happened was, was that if you read, you got given a glass of absinthe, quite a big mug of absinthe. And then, and then you read, and then you, it, you drank your absinthe and you weren't refilled until you read some more pages. And they were reading Baudelaire. Now, I've heard Baudelaire, I heard the name and used the name, I'm sure, many times. Yeah. But I've never actually really heard Baudelaire. I didn't know they were reading Baudelaire. I thought they were reading this drunk's poet. This drunk was standing up reading this stuff. Making it up. No, and I thought, wow. I thought, oh, this is going to be terrible. But I started listening to it, and I thought, wow, how did this guy write this stuff? It's amazing. It's, uh, it's kind of epic and passionate. It was really, it really, and I sat there, and I thought, and someone said, oh, let's go, it's boring. I said, no, this is extraordinary. I thought the bloke had written it. 
I didn't realise that we were, he was reading Baudelaire. I thought he was reading his own work, oh. drinking absinthe. And I thought, the man's a genius. <laughs> 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 How has he done it? That, that young, tender age. He's and he's bastard. And Thank <laughs> you.